Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. We're at episode number 1,593 right now, and I'm sorry, but it's going to be one of these episodes because we have lost somebody, and he is somebody who was not only very important to the world of Star Wars, but very important to probably billions of people around the world for his creations and co-creations, the things that he helped launch into this world that have affected multiple generations of people and will continue to do so for many decades to come. I'm talking about the passing of Stan Lee. Now, at 95 years old, you know, it's almost hard to say that it's sad in a way because that man lived a spectacular, incredible, and full life beyond measure, beyond what almost anyone in this world will be able to hope for for their own lives. And yet, of course, because of the fact that he is woven so deeply into the fabric of our lives, it's almost impossible not to experience this situation with sadness to some degree. You know, his connection with Star Wars is actually really kind of interesting in its way because, you know, like many people at the time, he was initially a doubter about Star Wars. And it goes back to 1975 when Charles Lippincott, who was at the time the, you know, marketing and publicity person for Lucasfilm, he approached Stan Lee to do an adaptation of Star Wars. And this is back in 1975, thinking that, you know, hey, that's our target market and we want to get it in front of them. And Stanley initially declined, wanted to see the movie first before he would greenlight an adaptation. But the then editor-in-chief of Marvel, Roy Thomas, intervened and talked to Stan in 1976 about it. And once Stan found out that Alec Guinness was involved in the project, he greenlit it. And so Marvel Comics put out Star Wars number one in April of 77. So the month before Star Wars actually came out in theaters, shockingly. And at the time, Star Wars, for you know, a movie tie-in, like the projection was that it wasn't going to do very well because movie tie-ins rarely did very well. And so the agreement that Lucasfilm and Marvel signed about it was definitely more favorable to Marvel because they were taking a risk on it. And of course, it turned out that <laughs> Star Wars sold out like crazy. And ultimately, when they got past the initial print run of 100,000, that was when royalties started coming into Lucasfilm and Lucasfilm was able to eventually renegotiate the contract with Marvel from you know a position of strength according to Wikipedia talking about the history of Star Wars and Marvel the early days in the 70s and so according to Jim Shooter who was later an editor-in-chief for Marvel in the 80s he said that Star Wars actually saved Marvel Comics from bankruptcy back in the 70s and 80s and it was actually for a time the most popular selling title for Marvel. So that'll give you a brief history of the beginnings of Star Wars and Marvel and how they're tied together and how Stan Lee's history with Star Wars goes back even before the release of the movie itself predates it by two years, which is absolutely amazing. 
Now, of course, tributes are flowing in from all over the place, and I thought I'd share a few of them with you. Uh, from Disney chairman and CEO Bob Iger, he says, Stanley was as extraordinary as the characters he created, a superhero in his own right to Marvel fans around the world. Stan had the power to inspire, to entertain, and to connect. The scale of his imagination was only exceeded by the size of his heart. And I did see someone suggest on Twitter that he basically, with the number of characters that he either created or co-created, is only really rivaled by Walt Disney himself in terms of the number of characters that he has unleashed upon our creative consciousness. I think George Lucas, of course, would probably also be part of that conversation as well. Uh, according to Jordan White, who was formerly an editor for Star Wars Comics, he said, Stanley was, I cannot even begin to put into words the impact Stan's work had on my life and on who I am as a person. Thank you, Stan. Thank you. Ashley Eckstein, who does the voice of Ahsoka Tano and is also the entrepreneur and mogul behind her universe, says, with great life comes great love. Excelsior and RIP Stan Lee. From Billy D. Williams, I have just learned of Stan Lee's passing. I had the honor of knowing this true superhero whose talents transcend and whose work impacted generations. Rest easy, my friend. You made this world so much more interesting and colorful. From Samuel L. Jackson, thank you, the real Stan Lee, for the escape from this world and great joy inhabiting the ones you created. You made so many believe in the good, the heroic, the villainous, the exciting. Most of all, you were giving and gracious to us all. And from our best Star Wars ambassador, perhaps, Mark Hamill. His contribution to pop culture was revolutionary and cannot be overstated. He was everything you hoped he would be and more. I loved this man and will never stop missing him. They say you should never meet a childhood idol. They are wrong. R.I.P. Stan the man. As for me and, you know, my own little world, when... I was a kid and there were no comic book shops really. It was just this local 7-Eleven that had a rack with comics on them where I was growing up. That was the place I was going to look for my you know, latest issue of Star Wars that I could get. And I didn't know. I didn't know who Stan Lee was or how big his influence was at the time or would be on my life. All I knew is that whatever was making these star wars comics come out was a beautiful thing to me and i was so excited for them and eventually you know that would be sort of the gateway drug as it were to get into all sorts of other comics to get into the spider-mans and the x-men's and all these other amazing creations and co-creations that stan lee had a hand in and if you dig deeper into his legacy and you listen to all the voices that worked with him over the years, you realize that not everything is perfect. Not everything is rosy and golden. And that is unfortunately the way it is. And that is also part of the condition of being human. Things are messy at times. And it's, it's too bad that that is the case. And yet, you know, from... What we all know in our public interactions with Stan Lee and in the ways that we interacted with the things that he created and co-created in this world, we know that his intentions, at least, were to espouse the greatest ideals possible to show us that even superheroes, even the people and you know, creatures out in space who had you know the highest goals possible for anything could also be the ones that were the most flawed and still needed to have 
you know, issues worked out amongst themselves in order to really do the best that they could possibly do in this world to be the best that they could possibly be in this world. I mean, that is the messy business of being human and nobody embraced that in the world of comics like Stanley did. His influence cannot be overstated at all. And it is with a heavy heart that I, like billions of people around this world, wish Stanley and his family the greatest of peace and comfort in this mournful, sorrowful time. I'm so sorry to be sharing with you that Stanley has passed at the age of 95 years old, and yet he had so many years to be able to contribute so much to us, and the gratitude that I have for what he helped deliver to this world is beyond measure as well. And as I've said before on the podcast, you know, whether, you know, you're religious or not, the one thing that I can say is there's a quote that is often attributed to uh, Meister Eckhart, who once said that if the only prayer you said in this world was thank you, then that would be enough. And so I hope you will take a moment sometime in your day, whenever you're hearing this, if you haven't already, to give thanks for what Stan Lee has brought to you and brought to this world. And with that, we're going to call it a podcast for you. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode and Excelsior. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.